Molly Fisk, Observations from a Working Poet. The other day, I was talking to a friend. I can't remember exactly about what. It was either how people don't like discussing death or about not procrastinating. And then she said, One time when I was visiting my parents, my dad asked if I wanted to help him weed eat his grave. I haven't had living parents in a long time. Mine were 56 and 67 when they died and never talked to us about their burial plans. We took it on ourselves to scatter my dad's ashes all over the country. My mom was more prepared, but did most of her arranging with her older sister and was buried in the family plot next to her parents. Us kids weren't involved in that side of things, though she did warn us she wanted more than half her ashes in the grave and not scattered all over the country. The idea that my friend's parents, A, had plots already, and B, were keeping those tidy while they were still alive, completely floored me. And somehow, weed-eating made the whole thing hilarious. This springtime backyard chore is so mundane and so much about living, whereas a grave is, you know, somber and profound. No laughing matter. Except we couldn't stop laughing. I'm still laughing. Every time I hear a weed eater, which is daily since the grass is growing fast after all our rain this year, I think about that orange string and how pulling the cord to start the engine is like starting a motorboat, and that little thing of oil you have to mix with the gas. My friend's parents got markers that lie flat, so it's easier to clip the grass around them instead of the monument kind that stand upright. The practicality makes a lot of sense, but it still cracks me up. You know how when you're embarrassed you can get the giggles? I think there's a little of that here, too. We don't talk about death in this country much. I have no idea what my octogenarian friends are planning to have done with their bodies. I've been hoping to donate mine to science, but I may be too fat. Don't you love that, fat shaming when you're dead? After much research, I found out UC Davis might take me, depending on what's going on in their morgue that day. But the only sure bet for my corpse is UC San Diego, which is 560 miles away. Does one take Southwest? Rent an Uber hearse for the transportation? And how much does that cost? There's a book I quite like and a TV show to go with it now called The Gentle Art of Swedish Death Cleaning. It's about not leaving all your Tupperware, Star Wars memorabilia, and collection of cars that only need a new chassis, etc., for your family and friends to have to deal with after you die. Clean up after yourself now, and don't make them hate you when you're gone, and they should be focused on grieving. The Swedes are very open about all this. It's refreshing. I don't think my friend's parents are Scandinavian, but I'm sure it's not just their graves that are tidy. I'll bet their basement and closets are clean as a whistle. Award-winning poet Molly Fisk writes, coaches, and teaches writing in California's Sierra Nevada foothills. You can reach her at mollyfisk.com. This program is produced at the studios of KVMR-FM, Nevada City, California. Funding is provided by Harmony Books of Downtown Nevada City and KVMR with support from the Corporation for Public Broadcasting.